Live, live from the capital city, Springfield, Illinois. Springfield, Illinois. Leading the Sam Perks team at Remax Professionals. Here's your real estate update with Sam Perks. Hi, everyone. It's Sam Perks with the Sam Perks team at Remax, and I'm very excited that we're on iTunes now with our new podcast. I'm here with Thomas Martin on my team. Hello, everyone. And we're going to give you kind of a summary of what our podcast is going to be about. We're basically going to talk to you every Friday about what happened in real estate in Illinois the previous five days, that whole week. And we'll give you kind of an idea of what's happening in the news as it relates to real estate. Your basic summary for this week is we had 85 new properties come on the market in central Illinois. Um, We also had 30 properties sell and 54 properties go pending. So, Thomas, this is kind of an interesting thing. A lot of times people say that the wintertime is when real estate slows down, there's nothing really happening. And I think that that's true to some degree, but the perception of nothing happening really is not true. I think there is still a lot going on in real estate, commercial and residential. What what are your thoughts? There's always a little dip come time winter, but at the same time, a lot of people are going to want to have their home moved into once the weather starts warming up. They're going to want to be able to be outside. They're going to want to be hosting people for parties, barbecues, swimming, and whatnot, and everything else that we associate with the warm weather when we want to finally get out of the snow. So when you have that house ready to go, if you want it to be ready come time for spring and summer, people are going to want to be finishing and closing down on their new houses for right now. I, well, I agree with you, absolutely. And, you know, people say that nothing happens in the wintertime. I think if you look at the numbers, it's simply not true. And the economy has been a major issue that's prevented people from moving at any point during the year over the past several years. But some recent numbers that just came out kind of show that the economy is improving and at a much faster rate than a lot of people expected. At least in central Illinois, the 2015 average sale price for homes in central Illinois was 14.5% or 14.3% higher than it was in 2014. That's a staggering increase. I mean, that's just absolutely amazing. And I think that says a lot about what the economy is doing. People are gaining some confidence. There's a little bit more consumer confidence in the market right now. They're comfortable going out and getting a loan. A lot of the people whose credit was damaged so severely by the 2008 financial crisis, they're getting back in the market. In fact, there's even a name for them. I don't remember what it is, but they're called... uh, Rebounders. They're rebounders. That's right. Yeah. We're, we even have a name for this enormous number of people who are coming back into the market, and that's kind of an exciting thing. So anybody that thinks that there's nothing going on in the wintertime when it comes to residential real estate is just flatly wrong, according to what the numbers say, and we're seeing that in our business. But today, the major thing that we want to tell you about is kind of an exciting event that happened on Wednesday up in Chicago. It was the 14th annual Commercial Real Estate Forecast Conference. Um, Over 900 professionals in the commercial real estate industry around this area came to this conference to hear Bruce Rauner speak. The interesting thing is there's two different areas of this event. There's an exhibitor floor uh, where companies like CCIM and, uh, you know, anybody that produces a product or service for the commercial real estate industry would have a booth. It's just like any other trade show that you would go to. And then there's a conference hall. And that's where all of your um, speakers are going to be, your breakout sessions, that sort of thing. And this year, the interesting thing was that no one was in the exhibitor hall when Bruce Rauner was speaking. Not a single one, man. Not a soul. And 
that's only happened one other time in 14 years. It was when Sam Zell was the speaker at this conference. And Sam Zell, if you don't know, was one of the uh, pioneers of commercial real estate. People call him the father of commercial real estate. He's incredibly wealthy and he's self-made. He's known for being very brash. Um, he is a little bit indiscriminate with the language that he uses. We probably couldn't have him on our show if we were you can't. You on know the his, air. You know what his tagline is? What's that? If you mess with Zell, I'll send you to hell. Is that really his that, tagline? Yes, okay. I looked that up. Well, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, but he's, he's a pretty tough guy. And people went to see him, I think partially for the value of, of the entertainment and the way that he speaks. Uh, he was a a speaker who people people were really looking forward to, not only for the content and the insight that he had to offer, but also the method in which he presents it. I think this year, though, the reason why Bruce Rauner uh, kind of had everybody listening was because he's in charge of the state of Illinois, and it's it's not doing so well, is it? Well, yes, he's, he's certainly in charge of the state of Illinois. Uh, you know, as, as Governor Quinn was before him. However, there's just so much happening right now in the world of Illinois politics. Uh, for more than a few years now, uh, there's been this whole uh, state pension mess that the governor has uh, uh, inherited. Now, just recently, just the other day, in fact, uh, he said that he would be working toward uh, passing Senate Pre President Cullerton's pension plan. So that was a big development. Um, and there's just going to be other issues with um, passing a state budget finally. So if you are in commercial real estate or residential real estate, this guy's going to be having a big say on how Illinois is going to be turning its economy around and if there's going to be any bipartisan effort to finally put together a state budget. So when that's been in the news for so long and there is some uncertainty, uncertainty, excuse me, then uh, that's certainly a person you're going to want to be hearing from. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that what's What's kind of funny is at this conference, every time there is an exhibition floor clearing speaker, it's always somebody who has something interesting to say that's not necessarily entirely all about real estate. You know, the speakers that come and talk about uh, exclusively retail trends and things like that, you know, there's, there's some crickets in the room sometimes. And I think it's because real estate is a business where it's, it's significantly impacted by the things going on around real estate, by the economy in general, by uh, what consumers are doing, by lending uh, practices, all sorts of things that uh, impact the commercial real estate business. And when we get a speaker who's got some diversity in their experience, it's, it's often entertaining and often more impactful uh, well, it goes with anything. When you've got a bunch of professionals, I mean, if you're working in a in a car garage, you don't necessarily have to be told uh, by some speaker, you know, everything there is about mufflers and working on an engine. You more or less already know this stuff. So when you get somebody who's going to bring in a new perspective, whether it is Zell or you're talking about uh, Governor Rauner, they're going to have a different insight into the market just based on their positions, whether it be in government or another area of the private sector. That's right. So let's get into some of the conclusions of this conference. There's a couple major ones, and you know it was a it was a long conference, and there was a lot of different uh, people who had a lot to say. So I'm certainly not covering everything. I'm just covering the big things that really hit home for a lot of people. The first one is industrial space. Um, a year ago, 24 foot clear height ceilings was the norm for industrial space, and interestingly. 
Amazon is setting the standard for what people want when it comes to industrial property. And why would Amazon be setting the standard? Well, it's because they use the most of it. You know, they're using an enormous amount of of uh, industrial property. Maybe the most isn't fair, but they use a lot. And Amazon-like companies use a lot. You know, they're we're we're moving away from brick and mortar stores. We're moving away from Best Buys and and Bed Bath and Beyond to some degree, and moving toward online sales. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't need real estate anymore. It means we need a different kind of real estate. We need large accessible storage facilities, uh, shipping and processing centers, office space for managerial folks and for for administrative people. So the kind of real estate that retail services now need is changing. Warehouses, you got to stack those boxes somewhere. Exactly. And, you know, the, the technological side of industrial space is increasing uh, in complexity as well. You know, we have all the, you've seen those videos, I'm sure, on, on YouTube about the Amazon factories with the robots that run around the factory and pick up packages and move them to different places. It's it's really staggering. They require an enormous amount of power, an enormous amount of, uh, of flexibility, and Amazon is constantly tinkering with and changing the way they do things, and then the rest of the industry kind of follows suit. So, in every time Amazon has a change in what they want, it seems like the whole industry changes. And, you know, a year ago, five years ago, we were looking at, you know, 24-foot ceilings as a as a norm. Today, we're at 32-foot ceilings. And it's just because the, the products that they're using and the, the machines that they're using to move things around are changing so dramatically. And so now, if you have a 24-foot ceiling in your commercial building, your demand is probably zero. If you have a 32-foot ceiling... They're looking for those kinds of buildings all over the place. And that's just a change in between one and five years. So, Are you seeing any of those uh, changes uh, here in Springfield or in Illinois in general? Well, obviously, we don't have an Amazon distribution facility in Springfield. But we do have uh, a lot of other major companies that require industrial space. And Illinois is home to, I believe, 30 Fortune 500 companies. So, Going uh, forward, they might have to adapt to the uh, changing landscape. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, You know, it's it's critically important to be aware of that sort of thing if you're investing in uh, commercial property and particularly industrial. Industrial real estate is not Springfield's number one uh, business, but we do have it. And we have uh, a lot of large companies here. You know, we have Bunn, uh, a, a huge manufacturer and distributor of not only coffee machines, that's just what we think of, but they do, you know, juice dispensing machines and all sorts of uh, food and beverage products. We have uh, distributors for uh, for soft drinks. We have all sorts of things. We have alcohol distributors. They use uh, warehouses. We have steel and, and metal manufacturing facilities. We have all sorts of things that need industrial uh, space. And you know, they're going to be seeing what large companies across the country are doing in their industrial space, and they're going to be following the things that work, and they're going to know what works. And if you need higher ceilings to get done what you want to get done, you're going to look for that kind of a building. And I think that people who are building or investing in in industrial real estate need to be paying attention to what's happening on a national trend. So often, people in Springfield say, you know, it doesn't really matter what's going on in you know, Fort Lauderdale or what's going on even in Chicago because it doesn't affect us here in Springfield, and that's not true. It it trickles down. It's coming sooner or later. It's going to get to us, 
and the people who are paying attention to what's happening in other places now so ahead of the curve are going to be well equipped to handle what's coming down the pike so retail then is the next thing to talk about at this conference that was brought up and and uh, was discussed rather heavily you know on the retail side brick and mortar buildings are are being hurt right now I'm sure you're familiar with uh, the sales numbers for retail stores this past holiday season. I'm, I mean, they were terrible. It's online now. Everything's digital. Yeah, it's it digital. Is. It's just so much easier to be ordering things online. You don't got to go out and work with the crowds and, uh, you know, have moms fighting each other over the uh, latest Xbox game. Yeah, and, you know, and people will gladly wait the, what is it, fr- two days, free two-day shipping from Amazon? Oh, I think it's now? three to five days is... Uh, Free shipping. Yeah, and if you have Amazon Prime, I think it's two. I yeah. Think it's free two days. By the way, this is just a large commercial for Amazon. No, we're just, <laughs> we're just getting. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's uh, just to make the quick note. Yeah, who get who gives a heck if it's another fifteen dollars on your shipping cost? It means you're just avoiding the lines at retail, and especially, yeah, when you're talking about the holiday numbers at Christmas, it's uh, far easier to be in your pajamas, sipping on some coffee, and uh, being on your laptop and ordering than actually getting in the car and driving through the snow. I know. I know people who love that. I know people who love going out on Black Friday and camping out in front of a store for three days or, or running into the retail zombies. Oh, my gosh. I've done it. Imagine. I've done it once with uh, with my cousins one time on evening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Black Friday. And uh, don't need to go to Target and see that again. But that's just me. That's I just wouldn't. Me. I wouldn't even consider it. That's awful. But the holiday shopping season was really bad this year, and it's it's not that retail numbers in general were bad. It's retail numbers at brick and mortar stores were bad. If you can order it online and get it for, in two days for free, why would you go work harder than you have to? You wouldn't. There's some things that. Uh, you want to buy at a brick-and-mortar store, and there's some consumers that still prefer to shop that way. We're seeing that, but they're declining, and they're declining rapidly. Uh, I think from this conference, the number one thing that came out of this was that the rule of two does not apply anymore. Are you familiar with the rule of two? No, what would be the rule of two? So the rule of two is a rule or an idea in retail real estate that two concepts can survive in most markets. So think of, um, well, before Circuit City went out of business, Best Buy and Circuit City, um, maybe Lowe's and Home Depot, Linens and Things, and Bed Bath and Beyond. It used to be that if you have two competitors in one market, both of them can survive. After that, it becomes questionable. Well, now that's not so much the case. Now today they're saying it's more like one or one and a half concepts. And one and a half, huh? Okay. Maybe you have one big box and one local business, one small business, or a mom and pop kind of a store that's probably on its way out too. Like a uh, Dunder Mifflin versus Staples. Exactly, a Dunder Mifflin Staples. That's the office reference for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> yes, a Dunder Mifflin Staples would be a good example of a one and a half <laughs> rule of one and a half concept. You know, um, there was a gentleman uh, at this conference who referenced an old joke that illustra- illustrates this concept really well the you know today's retail market is that there's two hunters running from a bear and one hunter asks the other how do we outrun this bear and the other hunter says i don't have to outrun the bear i just have to outrun you Mm -hmm. and that's the situation we're seeing with retail right now um 
you don't necessarily have to even be a great retail store. You just have to be better, better than, than the other else. store. Exactly. Um, so there was a lot of conversation about retail and industrial this year. Um, but you know that was the the main the main topics of of discussion, and then Bruce Rauner obviously got a lot of attention, and he was received rather well. Um, I think it's because it's the business community, and that's sort of what he comes from. Um, so he's probably already yeah, he's just a different kind of politician. Um, because really, for most well, he really isn't a politician. Um, yeah, being a businessman and just getting into it just recently. Um, People, I think even some of his competitors would agree with that assessment. People that maybe don't like him would even say he's really not that great of a politician. Yeah, well, yes, that's, I... one, that's part of the the allure of his supporters. You know, uh, people liked him because he wasn't a politician. It was that's, just something. It was just something different, which is kind of what you're seeing. Uh, you know, with Donald Trump right now. So, uh, yeah, when uh, Rauner's speaking at the conference. It's just a different kind of speaker, and he's going to be getting a, a newer audience and more attention than one might normally see. Well, he's certainly got more attention, absolutely. Um, so those were the major things for this for this year's uh, forecast up in Chicago. If you have any questions about uh, the Sam Perks team, you can always visit our website, www.everyonelikesperks.com. Every Friday we'll come on and give you a short little uh, excerpt of what happened uh, over the previous week, and we'll be talking with interesting people. We'll have other people come in and join us for discussions. I'm about... not interesting enough anymore. <laughs> you, you can still come. <laughs> we'll, we'll just have other people too. And we'll have a lot of people come in and talk to us about the interesting trends that are going on in residential and commercial real estate because the Sam Perks team takes care of both. But we'll give you the basics, we'll give you the uh, the interesting details, and if something really exciting happens during the week, maybe we'll throw in an extra. So please subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at everyonelikesperks.com, or you can give us a call. Our contact information is on there. If you'd like to sell your home or commercial real estate, no one is more qualified than the Sam Perks team at REMAX, outstanding agents, and outstanding results. We'll see you next week, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.